Chapter 3 Shri Sai Sacharita In this chapter Baba blesses Dabulkar to write the charita Baba says if my leelas are written the avidya will vanish and consciousness of worldly existence will lessen and strong waves of devotion and love will arise my leelas will give precious gems of knowledge baba also blesses dabulkar with a job which is short lived but baba assures him that he will have no dearth of food or clothing so dabulkar spends the rest of his life in the service of baba baba then stresses the importance of naam jap and singing praises of god as the perfect sadhana for this kaliyug baba promises that if my stories are listened to all diseases will be cured and i shall pull out my devotee from the jaws of death repetition of my name sai 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 will burn down the sins resulting from the evil desires of kaliyug the following two leelas are an example of baba's words leela number 1 baba saves the professor's life again every night prior to retiring for the day professor r vishkanta had the habit of placing four to five almonds in a little bowl of water so that when he wakes in the morning they are plump and delicious these almonds are then offered to baba and later would be taken as prasad on the 26th of may 2014 he soaked the almonds and went to sleep on that fateful day of 26th may after cleaning the prayer room he put the almonds in his mouth and started munching on them and choked the professor states i was eating the almonds when suddenly a piece of almond lodged in my trachea and immediately closed it i was unable to breathe and no air was entering into my lungs neither could i cough it out my eyes were bulging and life slowly was ebbing out of me somehow i managed to reach the front door and open it wide my thought was that in case i died people in our apartment complex or even the guard may be able to see the dead body lying on the floor as i was alone at home slowly i went back to the prayer room and prostrated myself with my face down i said baba if you want to take me to your feet i am submitting myself it is up to you to decide life or death and closed my eyes then suddenly from the front door a sweet aroma blew in i knew that baba had come whenever baba comes just prior to it a whiff of pleasant aroma comes and then baba materializes in one form or the other suddenly someone gave me a very hard blow on my back and with that the bit of almond flew out of my mouth 
Slowly, I was able to breathe. I immediately looked around to see who had hit me. But there was no one there except for the smiling photograph of Baba in my prayer room. Thus, Baba gave me another chance to serve him. Thank you, Baba. Baba says, If you chant my name, Sai Sai, constantly, I will draw you out of the jaws of death. Shri Sai Satcharita, Chapter 3 We should offer ourselves in total surrender and allow Baba to decide life or death. He will decide the best course of action for us. Receive the same as Prasad for him, as he knows what is best for us. This Leela is narrated by Professor R. Vishkanta in November 2014. Leela number 2 Asavari's Devotion Asavari Vaikul was a renowned Lavani singer who resided in Mumbai. Lavani is a traditional song and dance of Maharashtra. Although she was known as the Empress of Lavani, Asavari devotedly gave numerous programs singing devotional songs of Baba. Her performance left the devotees gathered there spellbound as she sang from her soul and was quite oblivious of her surroundings. Asavari was blessed with a melodious voice and her ardent devotion to Baba was evident from her rendition. Happily, Asavari returned home after her program was over, prostrated before Baba's picture and then went to sleep. In the wee hours of the morning, she dreamt of Baba. Asavari found herself in the Dwarkamai and Baba was seated in his usual place next to the railing. He was wearing a white kafni and a white cloth tied around his head. However, his forehead was marked with a sandalwood tripunda, that is, the three horizontal lines of Lord Shiva. He was sitting in his Dwarkamai pose and his chilam and satka lay on the floor next to him. He looked intently at Dhunimai. Asavari climbed the steps and stood there for a moment. Baba turned his head and looked at her. He was all alone. Then he beckoned her to come in. Baba smiled and said, My child, come in. Happily, Asavari went and sat at his feet. With glee, Baba stroked her head and said, My child, keep singing my songs with devotion, as you do. Sing them for your entire life. Allah will bless you. Asavari was overwhelmed by what Baba said and she had a lump in her throat. She knew not what to say. Baba was looking at her with empathy and Asavari started sobbing. Those tears were of happiness. Baba pulled her close to him as if she was a small child and stroked her head. Then he said, Why do you cry? What do you want from me? Asavari was silent for a long time. Finally, she said, Baba, 
let me be contented and happy. I don't want anything else. In a pleasant voice, Baba repeated, Allah Malik, Allah Malik. Instantaneously, Baba disappeared. Asavari screamed, Baba, in her sleep and woke up. She looked at Baba's picture on the wall in front of her and mentally thanked him. Asavari recalls, Baba approved of my singing his devotional songs and doing kirtan. In fact, he stressed the importance of the first stage of Navvidha Bhakti, that is, bhajan, kirtan and chintan. He did not give importance to the other modes of devotion. I am certain by doing this, we will receive a hundredfold blessings from him. Thus, he gave me the key to his treasury. This is the reason it is written in Sri Sai Satcharita, Chapter 3, OV 12. Whoever hears my charita, narrates my charita, sings my charita in any which way, but with love and devotion, I shall never forsake him. He who sings my praises, my leelas, and describes my divinity, I will stand behind him, by the side of him, and surround him on all four sides with my grace. In Chapter 21 of the Sri Sai Satcharita, the story of Anantrao Patankar, who had read numerous theosophical texts, but did not have peace of mind, is described. Baba narrates the parable of the merchant who astutely collected the nine nodules of dung that the horse passed. Following this, his mind became peaceful and steady. The nine nodules of dungs are the nine modes of devotion. The first three, that is Shravanam, hearing the attributes, excellence and wondrous achievements of saints as read or recited. Kirtan, reciting, and Smaranam, recalling to mind and meditating upon the names and perfection of the Lord, are the first steps on the ladder of devotion. Baba himself explicitly approves of Asavari singing of his devotional songs. Reference Shri Sai Leela Magazine, Volume 63, Number 8 and 9 November 1984. Then Baba goes on to delineate who He is and how He should be worshipped. Baba tells Dabulkar that He is eternal and all-pervasive. He says in OV 85, Whatever exists in the sentient and the insentient universe as a name, a form, or a shape is myself bedecked as the eightfold prakriti. It is also a marvel of my own creation, and that he is eternal. In OV 97, he says, I am Vasudev, I am Om, I am eternal, pure, enlightened, and emancipated. Worshipping me, with faith and devotion will lead to self-upliftment. 
The next two Leelas illustrate his words. Leela number one, the glorious light. In 1965, her little daughter brought a photograph of Baba and placed it near the photographs of her ancestors. Unfortunately, the name of the mother and daughter are not mentioned. Before going to bed, she looked at the picture and felt overwhelmed with love and devotion. That day was her daughter's birthday, that is, Meher Rose in Parsi. She hoped that with Baba in her home, he would bestow his Meher, that is, beatific grace on them. As her husband was out at sea, she could not inform him, but she had a nagging doubt that he would be displaced. Unlike her, her husband did not believe in saints and fakirs. She feared that he, in a fit of temper, would throw the photograph out. When the ship reached Calcutta port, he wrote and said that he would arrive home shortly. When he returned home, he saw the picture. He was shocked and asked her why she had put the picture there. She begged him not to remove it as she had been praying to it all this while and hoped he would not get rid of it. He then told her while he was at Calcutta, he had a vision wherein he heard someone says, Look who has come. Without opening his eyes, he inquired as to who he was. He was told that it was Sai Baba and he replied that he did not believe in him. The voice persisted again and again. The third time he opened his eyes and saw a glorious light. The voice then slowly said, This is Sai Baba. This Leela was taken from Sai Sudha magazine, volume 36, part 11, November 1976. Leela number 2 Baba shows him his Vishwaroop. In November 2002, Prabhune again suffered from a severe chest pain. He felt his chest was constricted and the stabbing pain continued and he did not know what to do. He went and sat in the balcony to get a breath of fresh air, but that too didn't seem to work. He continued sitting there and inhaled slowly. His wife asked him if she could help to ease his pain. Suddenly, he had an irresistible urge to visit the temple. But the daunting task of climbing down three flights of stairs seemed to be impossible in his present condition. Finally, when he couldn't hold himself back any longer, he told his wife he just had to go to the temple and left. As he drove, he could hardly breathe, but it was 7pm at that time, and if he didn't hurry, he would miss the Aarti. Somehow, he reached the temple and drove right up to the entrance. What he saw made his hair stand on end. The central area had been kept vacant so that devotees could see Baba's idol and Padukas from outside 
if they didn't wish to enter the temple. The Padukas had Baba's tooth and chillam enshrined in it. On those very Padukas he saw Baba standing, wearing a snow-white kafni and smiling at him, and his snow-white teeth were visible as he smiled. But the most remarkable feature of the vision was that Baba was huge, and as he stood there, his head touched the ceiling of the Sanctum Sanctorum. Prabhune's eyes opened wide with astonishment as he beheld Baba's glorious Vishwaru, and Baba seemed to fill the entire universe. Indeed, Baba did fill the entire universe with His blessed form. Prabhune went into a trance when he saw this. His chest pain disappeared, and a feeling of peace and calm enveloped his entire being. He went and parked his motorbike in a stand, and when he returned, Baba had disappeared. In a daze, he entered the temple and sat down. He was unaware of the Aarti being performed. When the Aarti was over, his friend came and shook him and said, Today you performed Baba's Aarti? Eagerly, Prabhune told him what he had beheld, and indeed, he had mentally performed Aarti to Baba's Vishwarup. This Leela is taken from Sri Sai Sagar magazine, July-August 2002. And this concludes the commentary on the chapter. Om Sai Ram